like you, maker of heaven, Lord of the land, and Lord of the sea, holy and true, faithful and able, Lord of all time and eternity. Dear friend, every word that God speaks is alive and full of power to inform and transform, to make us what He desires us to be. The entrance of His word will give you light. Truth produces roots, and then the roots will produce fruits. God bless you. This message was preached by Dr. Ferdinand Mweke, coordinator of Eternity Ministries. We believe you will be edified. For the inquiries, contact Eternity Ministries, P.O. Box 2637, Bauchi, Nigeria, or telephone 0807 570 or 0802 361 5940, or send us an email at eternity at yahoo.com. That is eternity mean at yahoo.com. Don't forget, the bigger God gets in your eyes. Tiny your mountains become. our father God for who he is and for all that he's doing for all that he has done in these few days that we are spending in his presence hallelujah and what we want to do is to tie things up together and then we draw to a close uh, we perceive in our hearts that we cannot conclude this matter of the indwelling um, at this dpc we'll be watching to see how the lord will lead us for next year but we believe that we have come to something that needs to be threshed something that needs to be pursued until it is maximized in our lives blessed be the name of jesus hallelujah so i want to highly recommend that you get a copy of the book the indwelling so that you can study this matter and feast on it and grow in it so that it becomes reality in each of our lives blessed be the name of jesus christ okay this is the road map for this evening it's a very uh, straightforward one a very quick review then we'll mention some highlights and some summary and then some of these i don't know how far we'll go but the grace of god will help us to look at the purpose of the indwelling and how we can embrace and release the indwelling in and through our lives for the glory of our god in the name of jesus christ amen 
I want to request that you remember the truth cycle. Keep in mind the realities of the truth cycle. This is how to get something from your Bible. This is how to experience the word of God. This is how scripture produces transformation in a person's life. Take the word of God as information. And then do observation with that word. By meditation. By study. By paying attention to the details. And then do revelation. Revelations will begin to come out of our observation of scripture. And then begin to ask yourself, what are the implications of what I am seeing? And then do the application. By the time we do the application of the word of God, we experience transformation in our lives. Now transformation forbids that you will come back to the same level. Transformation will not bring you back to the same level where you started. You are still going to encounter information, but now you are going to encounter information at a higher level. You have opened up a spiral, an upward spiral of transformation from one degree of glory to another degree of glory by the Spirit of God. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to pay attention to this as you meditate on the matters of the indwelling and as you read the scriptures in your own private time of study uh, and fellowship with the Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay? We have seen that the believer's indwelling is not a hypothesis. It's not guesswork. We saw the three dimensions of the presence of God. That God can be for you. God can be with you. But the highest thing that God can do for a person is to live inside you. That's, that is it. Your heart will always be with you because your heart is inside you. For those that have God living inside them, God will always be with them. Why is that so? Because he's living inside. We saw that we are the temples of the living God. And the question is, what are the implications of being the temples of the living God? And the servant of God, Pastor Nago, who spoke earlier in the day and brought the word of God, helped our understanding that we are carrying the almighty God. There is no temple that is empty. There is no temple that is vacant. And it is in a temple that you encounter the power of the deity. When you go to an Ifa temple, you will experience Ifa in that place. If you go to an Oshun temple, Oshun will teach you that you came to our place. It is in the temple that you experience the deity. And the Bible says that we have now become the temples of the living God. We are indwelt by the Father himself. Just like we sang. The king himself is living inside us. He is indwelling us with his son by his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
he said i will walk in them i will talk in them and i will live my life in them and they shall be my people hallelujah look at how the amplified bible puts that scripture see how the amplified bible puts that scripture in first corinthians chapter 6 verses 19 to 20 he says do you not know that your body is the temple the very sanctuary of the holy spirit who lives within you the very sanctuary of the holy spirit who lives within you the very sanctuary the very sanctuary let me explain something here in the new testament there are two words for temple there are two words used for temple in the new testament the first word used for temple is a word called hieron h-i-e-r-o-n h-i-e-r-o-n that is temple the word hieron refers to the temple area the temple presence just like if you say i'm going to the stadium you know you have a stadium area including the car park the multi-purpose hall the gymnasium and then the main bowl of the stadium all of them are part of stadium are you following that now that's the first word that is used for temple the word is here on but then there is another word that is used for temple huh? so when you read the bible you say and peter and john they went up to the temple at the hour of prayer the word is here on here on the temple area i don't know if you're following that now when you hear the bible say that jesus took a whip and he drove people out of the temple the word is here on the temple area jesus drove them out from where they were buying and selling in the temple now there's a second word that is used for temple in the new testament and the word is naos naos n-a-o-s n-a-o-s naos naos is the inner temple of the temple area i don't know if you're following that now the naos is the inner sanctuary it is the holy of holies inside the temple now here is a remarkable fact every time the bible calls believers the temples of the living god there is only one word that is used and the word that is used is naos the bible says you are the naos of the living god you are the inner sanctuary you are the shrine you are the holy of holies of the holy one of israel the word is naos when the lord jesus christ said destroy this temple do you remember that jesus said something like that destroy this temple and after three days what is going to happen i will raise it up again the word that is you he used was naos destroy this naos and after three days i will raise it so what that tells us is that jesus himself was also a temple 
I said Jesus himself was also a temple. He was the temple of the living God. Now, brothers and sisters, as exactly as Jesus was the naos of the living God, the New Testament now says that every believer is also the naos of the living God. You are the holy of holies of the living God just like Jesus was. So I was so blessed when Pastor Nago was teaching and he said that here comes the Gadarene. The Gadarene demoniac. And here comes the Nazarene. <laughs> Both of them were temples. The Gadarene demoniac was also a temple filled with demons. But the Nazarene was also a temple filled with the Holy Spirit. And when temple collides with temple, eh, the lesser content will bow. You will notice that the same thing happened when Saul, brother Paul, met with the slave woman. Do you remember that slave girl at Philippi? You remember Philippi? The Bible says, as brother Paul and his companions we are going to the place of prayer huh? a girl met them and this girl was a temple she was possessed by the spirit of divination by a spirit of divination this is acts of the apostle chapter 16 and verse 16 if you can help me to put it up acts chapter 16 from verse 16 so this girl was possessed by the spirit of divination. Now the word divination in that scripture is python. 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 The girl was possessed by the spirit of python. A snake spirit was living inside this girl. And that snake spirit, look at it, it came to pass as we went to prayer. A certain damsel possessed. Somebody say possessed. The girl was possessed. Possessed by what? She was possessed with a spirit of divination. The word divination there is python. Python. Python was living inside this girl. <laughs> you know, you know when you see human beings, you don't know what is living inside them. Some of the women that are causing havoc in our generation, there is something living inside them. There is a spirit living inside them. There was a spirit living inside Jezebel that made Jezebel to do the things she did. And some of the men that we see, maybe those spirits that look like frogs have entered inside and they are controlling them. Everybody is carrying somebody inside. I said everybody is doing what? Is carrying somebody. There are no vacant human beings on planet Earth. I said there are no vacant human beings. We are on planet Earth. No matter how harmless the person looks, just remember that everybody is a temple and a temple cannot be vacant. It's impossible. The Bible calls Satan the prince of the power of the air. Have you read that scripture before? The prince of the power of the air the spirit that is now at work, where is he at work? Inside the children of disobedience. So Satan is the prince of the power of the air, but he does not do his work in the air. 
<laughs> I have stopped looking for the devil in the air. You see, if you were looking for the devil in the air and Judas passed, you will not know that the person you were looking for in the air was inside the man that just passed you by. Satan is the prince of the power of the air, but he does not do his work from the air. He walks in. in. That's the preposition. He walks inside the children of disobedience to execute his agenda. That is the indwelling. So as Brother Paul was going to the place of prayer, this girl met them. Now everybody please look. The Bible says that she brought her masters a lot of profit. How did she bring profit to her masters? Everybody, by soothsaying. It was the spirit that was living inside her that made her profitable to her masters. I said it was the spirit that was living inside this girl that made her profitable to her masters. How? By soothsaying. So what that meant is the girl will consult. She will sit down to do her consultation. And when she sits down, a customer comes. That customer will pay advance. He will pay deposit outside. And then when the customer now enters inside, the girl will sit down. And then she will do her abracadabra to stir up Python. Then Python will begin to show her things about the person and show her what will happen. Then the girl will start talking to the person and fortune tell to that person. Then the person will pay. So she was a money-making machine. But please listen. Where, what was it that was making her to make money? It was a spirit inside her. You now understand how spirits can give people money. You know, when you hear that some people went to a place and they did some charms and then they became very rich, you can now see that Python can produce money. Python can produce money. Spirits can produce money. Spirits can attract money. And when I say that, I mean both the Holy Spirit and the evil spirit. The reason that that is possible is because it was the spiritual that created the material. He said, my friend, now what are you saying? Look at a man called Bezalil. Do you remember Bezalil? Do you know that there was a spirit? I said to you yesterday that the indwelling is the pattern for all the works of God. Everything that God does, he does by the indwelling. When God was going to build a tabernacle, he had to indwell, his spirit had to indwell the man that will make those heavenly patterns. Because there is no way to recreate the things that are in heaven on planet earth except the spirit that is in heaven enters inside you it's impossible so what did god do he said to moses i have look at bezalil and aholiab the son of bezalil the son of uri aholiab the son of ahisamak from the tribe of dan i have filled bezalil with my spirit so that he can reproduce my pattern so the holy spirit gave bezalil wisdom to produce things that we are 
unproducible on planet Earth. The ark, and when Bezalel was doing this thing, sir, there were no tools. The tools were rudimentary. Rudimentary tools. They don't have computers. They don't have all these tools that we use in technology now. But Bezalel replicated the ark of the covenant with the cherubims stretching out their wings. Bezalel made the basins. He made the chapters. He made, he made all kinds of things and craftsmanship. It was the indwelling. Now here is the point. If you were to quantify Bezalel's work in cash, how much would that be? Spirits can give money. One of the things that must happen to the believers in this generation is not to limit what the Holy Spirit can do in your life. The Holy Spirit can deposit ideas, skills, wisdom that when they are released will attract resources in shocking amounts. The Holy Spirit can deposit thoughts inside a man's heart that can produce billions of dollars. You see, this girl was making profit for her masters because of the spirit that was inside her. And then this girl, put the next verse, please. So, as Paul and uh, Barnabas, Silas were going, she followed them and said, These men are the servants of the Most High God, though they show you the way of salvation. These men are the servants of the Most High God. We show unto us the way of salvation. These men. <laughs> you see, what she was saying was correct. But by which spirit? <laughs> it was Python talking. And Python was talking so that he can be camouflaged. Python was masquerading himself as an angel of light by giving a correct testimony. You see, you see, you see the devil. Python knew that if this man, just like Pastor Nagoshiad, content could recognize content. Python looked at Paul and Co. and something said to Python. These men that you are seeing here, they are not ordinary men. If they ever discover you where you are hidden inside this girl, your days are finished in this place. So Python became proactive. <laughs> yeah. ah, I didn't know what I'm telling you before now. Python decided to act before he was acted upon. So Python became a preacher. <laughs> Python said, these men are the servants of the Most High God. Oh, they show you, they, they show us. <laughs> Can you imagine a snake saying that they are also showing him <laughs> the way of salvation? These men are the servants of the Most High God. Oh, and they show us the way of salvation. Please listen here. Imagine that Paul was not discerning. Paul will have put that girl in their crusade team. You don't understand how certain things happen to certain men of God. May God have mercy on all of us. When you take a girl that is carrying python inside and you invite her into your ministry, it's a matter of time if God does not send help. Because what she was saying was correct. Would that not be an, a, an easy way to preach to these people? They know the girl already. You simply bring the girl and say, damsel, damsel, damsel. 
stand here and talk to your people if we talk to them now they will say that we came from somewhere but dam said tell them dam said tell them then dam said we come and say hey, my people my people these men that you see here they are the servants of the most high god though. i can tell you in fact it is the truth that they are the servants of the most high god though. and they are showing unto us the way of salvation she will have become their main testifier in their outreaches but she continued doing this thing but as she was doing this one of the lessons for the people of the indwelling please pay attention now one of the lessons for the people of the indwelling is that no matter what people are saying outside you are checking with the spirit that is resident inside you even if what they are saying sounds correct the proposal may look 100 percent correct the business proposal may look perfect flawless but their testimony is not enough until you hear the testimony of the indwelling the young man that wants to marry you may look perfect on the outside what he looks like outside is not enough until you hear the witness of the indwelling spirit paul was checking and the spirit of god said this thing that you're hearing is correct but the spirit that is saying it is terrible is deadly command that spirit to take that of that girl you see what was happening there were two temples the girl was a temple carrying python but brother paul was also a temple carrying the holy ghost two of them had masters the girl had her masters and she was very profitable to her masters but paul also has a master and is also profitable to his master how is he profitable to his master by the spirit that was inside he himself so the spirit of the indwelling is the secret of profit on both sides of the aisle see the people that make profit for the devil they make profit for him by the indwelling The people that make profit for the kingdom of god they make the profit how do they make the profit by the indwelling so paul said to the spirit in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i command you come out of her python out ejected ah, power in the name of jesus somebody give god praise inside this house hallelujah spirit past spirit i said spirit past spirit name past name when python had that name python it was not optional python he just found himself outside then later that evening the girl went back to her consultation and she sat down and the customer came and they said oh yeah the man has paid deposit tell him the story the girl did nothing no, 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 not the customer say, Oh, yeah, now talk, talk. What is happening? He said, There's nothing. You no, know? he said, What do you mean? There's nothing. The customer, in my mind, I'm telling you this story. The customer got angry, say, Give my money, give my money. What kind of useless damsel is this that you have in this place? The ogre said, What happened? He said, I went there, she can't perform, she can't talk the story. So the ogre came back and said, Damsel, what happened? Damsel said, I, I, I couldn't see anything, no, I didn't hear anything. 
He said, you didn't hear anything. Where did you go to today? He said, I went to market. And even when I went to that place, did anybody talk to you? He said, you know, as I was walking, there was this man. He was very small like this. He was smallish. You know, Paul means little. Smallly, that's the meaning of the word Paul. He said, I saw this man. He was, you know, small like this. And uh, he just said to me, there's a name he called. And he said, come out. And something just went out of me. Fiam like that. And since that time, I can't hear anything. I can't connect. I can't connect. The man said, where did you say the man is? He says, I saw it was in town. They went to go and look for Paul. And when they arrested Paul, they said, if you know that thing that you cast out of this girl, cast it back inside. Brother Paul said, no, we don't cast in spirits. We cast out spirits. So the man said, if you don't cast that thing in, we are going to cast you into prison. That's how Brother Paul ended up inside prison. Come and hear the point here. The Bible said, when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, what was it that left? It was a spirit. But that spirit was their hope of profit. Ladies and gentlemen, when the spirit is gone, the hope of profit has disappeared. When the Holy Spirit is quenched, the hope of profit has been quenched. When the Holy Spirit has been limited, the hope of profit has been limited. When the Holy Spirit has been resisted, your hope of profit has been resisted. Every quarrel with the Spirit is a quarrel with your profit. If you didn't hear the Holy Spirit, there is no profit. If you have not heard him, there is no profit. If he has not led the way, there is no profit. If he has not opened the door, if he has not given direction, people of the indwelling, people of the indwelling, listen, people of the indwelling, all thou people of the indwelling, tosses the spirit of the living God, hearken to the one that lives inside you, for it's your hope of glory and your hope of profit. Engage the one that lives inside you, for it's your hope of glory and it's your hope of profit. You are carrying the hope of profit. The Bible says the manifestations of the spirit are given to everybody to do what? To profit. To profit without. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. We are the Naos. We are the inner sanctuary of the Holy Spirit. We are the sanctum sanctorum. So that's why we are going to live holy. Because the Holy Spirit is resident inside our hearts. And when temptation comes, please listen now. When temptation comes, ask the Holy One that is inside to answer the door. When temptation knocks, say Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Look at the temptation. Holy One of Israel, please answer it. And then step back and allow him to take charge. The problem is that we want to answer the matter ourselves when we have the helper living inside we are the inner sanctuary of the living god hallelujah we are the inner sanctuary everybody i invite you can you help me let's read kenneth west i mentioned kenneth west to you 
I won't be long this night. I know I will not finish. I have a lot of things. I will find a place to stop. Look at what Kenneth West said. Can you can you read this and, and marvel at the at the at the at the word of God? And what agreement? This is Second Corinthians six verse sixteen West. He said, "What agreement does the inner sanctuary of God?" So that's so instead of saying temple, he uses the naos, the inner sanctuary of God, have with idols. What's the agreement? Then he said, "For as for us." As for us, everybody, what are we? We are an inner sanctuary of who? Of the living God, not of a dead God. So if you are the inner sanctuary of a person that is alive, I don't know if you are following the matter. If you are carrying somebody that is alive, the question now is, what is your relationship with this living person that is living inside you? They say, as for us. You see, as for the rest of the people, they are also a sanctuary. But as for us, we are an inner sanctuary of God, of the living God. Everybody, please look at this. He said, even as God said, God who cannot lie, God whose word cannot be broken, even as God said, I will dwell in them in fellowship with them as in a home and I will live my life in and through them I will live my life that's the purpose of the indwelling you see the purpose of the indwelling number one was to secure our redemption so permanent deliverance because if Jesus cast out the devil and left us empty, then we are in trouble. You remember that story? When a demon goes out and is looking for rest, it would have been terrible. Then we will end up worse. It would have been better that Jesus left us the way he found us. But now, by indwelling us, that means that our deliverance has been concretized. It is now irreversible because the greater one has become resident inside us. Hallelujah, somebody in this place. Another purpose of the indwelling is identification. That's why the servant of God read that scripture. Say, if anybody does not have the spirit of God living inside the person, he is not a Christian. He does not belong to Christ. He is not a child of God. Hey, you know this thing is frightening that anybody that does not have this spirit inside is not a Christian. He's not a child of God. So what makes you a believer is that there is a spirit that is living inside you. It is that spirit that is Jesus Christ. For the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. It is that spirit that gives you eternal life. There is a spirit in man. Identification. Another purpose of the indwelling is participation participation you read that scripture earlier you said that we might be partakers participators in the divine nature do you know who a partaker is i have a very simple definition for partaker a partaker is a part taker many english words are like that all you need to do is to divide them into two and you will understand them so when you read partaker part taker taker of a part not whole taker 
You see, a partaker is not whole taker. He's a part taker. He's a taker of a part. So imagine now that there is a big pot of life. It is called divine nature. And now we do, we are now partakers of the same nature that God himself carries in his fullness. What God carries in his fullness, we also carry and we can grow in that fullness. Participation. By virtue of the indwelling, we become participators in divine attributes. Hey! I said we become participators in what? In divine attributes. The same attributes that are in divine nature begin to manifest in our nature. Why is that so? Because that person now lives inside us. He indwells us. We are partakers of his holiness. We are partakers. His righteousness has become our righteousness. I said his righteousness has become our righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His wisdom has become our wisdom. His peace has become our peace. Do you know, brothers and sisters, that the indwelling is our peace? I said the indwelling is our peace. Oh, he's your peace. The Bible says, for he is our peace. Who has broken down every wall? He is. You see, the peace that we enjoy, sir, the reason the world cannot take it away is because it is not something. It is somebody. Your peace is a person. <laughs> Your peace is a person. That's why that, that person is called the Prince of Peace. So you see, the reason we have peace is because the Prince that generates peace, that is the source of peace, has taken up residence inside us. The Prince that steals the storm. Hallelujah, somebody in this place. The Prince that when the storm is raging, he says, Hush, be still. The person that calmed, you know, I like that song. Mustard. I don't know the song very well. The, trump, the tempest is raging. Da 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 da. Peace be still. Peace be still. The oceans still will obey my voice. Peace, peace, be still. He said, no ocean can swallow the boat. Wherein lies the master of oceans and seas. I don't know if you are following the matter here now. You see, the prince of peace was inside the boat. And the people that were in the boat were terrified. Because they didn't know who they were carrying inside. That's the same case with the believer. He is your peace. Do you know there is a scripture in the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2. I think it's Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 20. Help me. Habakkuk chapter 2. You know what that scripture said? He said, the Lord is in his holy temple. Everybody please, help me to read it. He said, but the Lord is where? In his holy temple. Then what did he say? He said, let all the earth do what? Keep silence before him. When you read that scripture, you know you are thinking of the temple in heaven. You are thinking of the temple in heaven. But it was as I was walking in on this indwelling, 
it's only dawned on me that there's also I am a legitimate temple. Are you not a legitimate temple? The Lord Himself said, You are the Naos of the living God. So now read this scripture with reference to yourself as the temple and see what it says. What does he say? Just preach on that you are talking to yourself. He said, The Lord Jehovah is where is in this his holy temple. So, because he is present, what did they say to all planet Earth? What was the instruction? Everybody, please. That he said, Let all the earth be what be silent before him. Do you know that this is the announcement you should be making when you wake up in the morning? He said, The Lord is in this his holy temple. Let today be silent before him. When things are raging in the office or issues are arising, instead of running helter-skelter, you look inside, you look inside, you look inside. Your helper is living inside you. You have a helper living inside you. You see, counseling is good. I want you to listen. Counseling is good. But don't forget that you are carrying the counselor. all you do is you run from pillar to post looking for somebody to give you counsel somebody is going to give you bad counsel and even when you receive counsel from people how are you going to check what you collected is it not with the counselor that is inside you are carrying the counselor you are carrying the counselor what is it that is going to arise that we drive Jehovah out of his temple. I'm asking a question. What is it that can arise that we chase him out of his temple? That's how you should be thinking. The Lord is in... When you are going to travel and you enter inside the vehicle, <laughs> make an announcement. One of the things that we are going to do, people of the indwelling, is that you are going to be releasing spirits from your mouth. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are what? They are spirits and they are life. Please listen. Every word is a spirit. The question now is whether it is life or death. That's why the Bible says, death and life, where are they located? Please now, they are in the power of the tongue and those that love it those that understand this principle they will eat the fruit thereof so when you speak words you can now use because of the spirit of life that is resident inside you you can speak life to situations you can speak life to your mortal body you can speak life to the nations you can even speak and a dead unbeliever will receive eternal life because of words that came out of your mouth Cornelius was praying and pray. they said, Cornelius, we have heard your prayer. Send for a man called Simon. When he has arrived, he is carrying words that have life. He said, He will speak to you words by which you and your household will be saved. So Peter is carrying words that carry life. People of the indwelling, by virtue of the one that lives inside you, you can make the announcement. 
the Lord is in his holy temple. Let this situation be silent in his presence. He said, but you don't know how you are going to solve it. Let the thing be silent first. You see, the thing that terrorizes and harasses our hearts is the noise of the situation. Did you hear what I just said? It's the noise that the problem is making. You are going to die. I'm going to kill you. It will not work. You are finished. This is the end of the road. This is, the, is impossible. What did they say the thing should do first of all? What is supposed to do first? Just keep quiet. Just shut up first. Shut up. Just keep quiet. Then the Lord will say what he wants to do with you. Just keep quiet. Stop talking. You are carrying somebody. The purpose of the indwelling is participation. You can participate in his peace. We can participate in his life. The other purpose of the indwelling is to provide an operational headquarters for him to live his life. See, that, that's, that's, that's what took me to that place. He said, I will dwell in them, in fellowship with them as in a home. And I will live my life in them and through them. I will live my life. He said, you know the King James says, I will walk in them. You remember? I will walk in them. The word used for that walk is peripateo. It means to walk about your daily life. To parambulate. Parambulation. You know parambulation? <laughs> it's one of the offenses that people get punished for in secondary school. <laughs> He said, you are just parambulating around the compound, walking around. That is the word. God said, I will be parambulating inside you. I will just be living my life. I will just be walking about inside you. You will be carrying me as I'm living my life. Do you know that's what is going to happen to you as you live from this place? He will be living his life through you. He will be doing his work through you. I said he'll be doing his work through you. He will be saving people through you. He will be blessing people through you. He will be releasing power through you. He will be healing the sick through you. The same things that he did when he walked upon the planet Earth, he will do in you and through you. That's why you hear the Bible says, the first three times, O Theophilus, I wrote to you of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. Jesus began it because he's the author. Jesus is going to finish it because he's the finisher. But his church is going to continue it. How are we going to continue it? By the same person that walked inside Jesus using us as his operational base to live his life. Do you know why God had to purchase our bodies? It's because without a body, you are an illegal occupant of planet Earth. You need a body to function on planet Earth. That's what Jesus meant when he said, eh, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd enters through the door. The porter opens. The door into planet Earth is the indwelling. You must be born in this place. He said, but the thief is the one that entered through the window and the sheep did not listen to him. 
Jesus was referring to Satan's illegal entry into planet Earth in Genesis chapter 3. He entered through the window. He was not born here. But he entered through the window to, to possess a body. But Jesus entered legitimately. So now to operate on planet Earth, you need a body. So for God to operate on planet Earth, he needed bodies. Hallelujah. He said, sacrifices and offerings, you were not interested inside. You said, burnt offerings and sacrifices, you were not interested. He said, but a body you have prepared for me. Hallelujah. He said, then I said, I have come to do your will. Your law is written inside my heart. For Jesus to come here to do his work, the father prepared a body. And then he was personally present inside that body to reconcile the world to himself. Now, the father is now personally present inside you to use you as his operational base to reconcile the world to himself. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Now God is inside us pursuing the same ministry of reconciliation that Jesus has given to us. This is the purpose of the indwelling. You are carrying him. He said, I will live my life in them. I will walk in them. I will heal through them. So when you leave this place and there is somebody that is sick, release the indwelling. Stretch out your hands. Allow the person that is inside you to walk. Nobody is asking you to heal anybody. Did you hear what I said? I said nobody is asking you to heal anybody. Nobody is asking you to solve people's problems. Simply allow this indwelling person to attend to the matter. When you are going to pray for somebody who is sick, stop. Forget about whether you have faith or not. The person inside you has faith. Look, do you know that if we settle the matter of the indwelling, the matter, if you believe the indwelling, you don't need faith for anything else. All you need to do is to allow the person that is inside to do his work. Forget about whether you believe or you don't believe. The person inside you believes. Open your mouth and preach the gospel. In fact, open your mouth and allow him to talk. Say, Holy Spirit, you say I should witness, I should preach. This man needs Jesus. Oh yeah, please talk now. You will be shocked. After I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, we will preach to people, they will break down and start crying. You would have, would initially, we were alarmed. You, you remember? You were asking, what did you do to him? You didn't do anything to him. The person that is inside you did something to him. Is convicting him of his sin, of righteousness and of judgment, even as you are speaking. Don't carry this indwelling and keep quiet. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who sat in his house watching television? Who sat in his house watching Nollywood and Hollywood? No, who went about? Peripateo, who went about? He was just going about. 
Hallelujah. He was who went about. Somebody in this place, go about doing good. Healing those that are oppressed. Releasing those that Satan has bound. Go about. Who went about? Doctor in the hospital there, go out. Put your hand on the sick person. Open your mouth and talk. Do something. If we are going to see manifestations of the indwelling, we will have to allow the indwelling one to operate. Because if you didn't allow him to operate, let me tell you a story. This Easter, I was in South Africa preaching. I showed you a bit of the photographs. The very first day, there are thousands of people in the program. The very first day of the meeting, as I was praying before I went to the place, the Holy Spirit said, while you are preaching, as you are preaching, people will be getting healed. This is the very first day of the program. And he said, tell them, make the announcement. So as soon as I came up, I greeted them, and then we prayed to start. I said, the Holy Spirit said that as I'm preaching the word of God, many of you will be getting healed while you are sitting on your chair, listening to the message. I just said it, and then I began to preach the Bible. Christ, our Passover. I was showing them the riches of redemption, what Jesus has done for us. Brothers and sisters, by the time we finished, we say yes, how many of you got healed hearing the word of God? You need to see the people that raised up their hands. They came forward. And we didn't have time to take all the testimonies. One of the ladies said she was bleeding. She had been bleeding even as she sat in the place there in the, in the program. He said, as the message was going on, she just felt dry immediately. The blood stopped as she was sitting in the congregation. Somebody else was scheduled for surgery. She said, she, I don't know the details. She will have these pains around her eyes and then the thing going around. He said, as she was sitting in the place, she was healed completely. What if I kept quiet? What if I said, huh? are you sure now this is going to happen? For you to walk in the fullness of the indwelling, forget about yourself and what you can do. This thing works by faith. In Ephesians chapter 3, it said that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. The more you believe this thing, the more real it becomes. I said the more you believe it, the more real it becomes. Because it is true. your mouth believe step out at the end of this meeting don't go home and go and sleep and pack up this thing and wait for another call so no something is going on in fact it's impossible for you to revert back to status quo and then i said it is impossible for anybody sitting here to revert back to status quo and then in the name of jesus christ you cannot go back to what you were before this word come to, came to you you are carrying somebody I'm going to stop these lights. I don't have time. I want to spend five minutes and stop. Engage the person that is living inside. People of the indwelling. People of the indwelling. Ah, that's a great name for believers. Engage the person. Don't you think that it is not correct that he is resident in us and we don't give him attention? Can you imagine that the, our president walked into this place and all of us behave as if he didn't enter. That will not be right. 
Can you imagine that Jesus Christ himself is inside? We didn't give him attention. If he's really inside, he, the first thing every morning should be to report. I say, Lord, how are you, sir? How are you today? I hope you are happy inside this place. Do you need more space? Is there something you want us to do? What are your plans for today? You see, this thing is not a story. This is not figurative speech. There is somebody inside you. The king is living inside you. We have ignored him long enough. Now, the times of that ignorance, God has overlooked. Do you understand that now? We can no longer live as if we are empty people calculating life with our head. Most believers are calculating their lives and plotting the whole thing with their head where there is somebody inside their hearts that has all the answers. Engage the indwelling. Engage the person living inside. Spend a lot of time to meditate on this scripture. There is one particular one in First John chapter 4. He blessed me. He said, if anyone confesses that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, he said, God dwelleth in him and he in God. It's a popular scripture in my house. We will quote it. Say, if anybody confesses that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he dwells in God. Father, we confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Therefore, God dwelleth in us and we dwell in God. God dwelleth in me and I dwell in God. Worship will start. Engage the person that is living inside. Change the way you talk. Stop talking. Contrary to the talking. Remember I said he is walking in me and he's talking in me. What you are talking, is it in agreement with what he is talking? Don't say what he didn't say. I said don't say what he didn't say. Don't say something contrary to what the person living inside you said. If you don't know what to say, ask him. He said, I don't have money. Is that what the person living inside you? Is that what he said? Was that what he said? This thing is impossible. Who said that? That thing you are saying, who said it? This is how somebody will just die one day like that. Stop! Stop! Who said what you are saying? You see, you can no longer afford to be repeating what people are saying in Nigeria. You can't say that because you are carrying somebody that they don't have. Your case is different. Even if they are carrying him, maybe they don't know. Now you know. You don't carry the Lord of heaven and earth inside you and then you say there is no hope. You don't do that. You don't say that. People of the indwelling, they talk differently. Because they are conscious that there is somebody inside. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Servants of God, I want to plead with you to embrace the indwelling. This is not an empty story. It is reality. I want to plead with you to engage the indwelling engage the indwelling i'm learning to just pray in the spirit i want to ask you a question when you are praying in tongues what do you think is happening somebody is talking the things you are saying where are they coming from 
In fact, one of the surest reminders of his presence is when you begin to pray in the spirit. You are praying this thing. Something, some, something is bubbling from inside you. Who is talking inside you? Do you? Excuse me, are you the one manufacturing what you are saying? There is somebody talking in you. There is somebody talking inside you. Engage the indwelling. And then, brothers and sisters, manifest this indwelling allow him to live his life in you carry him to those that are lost do you understand go open your mouth and talk to somebody about jesus organize a crusade go for an outreach set it up go to missions do something go to a place where you will put pressure so that the power that is inside can come out you see many times there is no opportunity for the indwelling to manifest where we are located. And finally, can I request you to share this thing with other people? Can I request you, the more we study this thing and engage this thing, I believe that this thing will begin to grow. Brethren, servants of God, elders, this will be the manifestation of the sons of God. It will be the revelation of the person that is living inside us. And that manifestation will change our generation. It will astound the world when he begins to live his life inside us. And he walks through us. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. What we are going to do this evening now before we leave is we are going to receive a fresh baptism of his spirit. We are going to lift up our hands and say, Father, we thank you that you are here. Now we want the fullness of your presence inside our hearts as we walk out of here. And Father, cause us to walk in the full possibilities of this indwelling. Live your life in us. Talk through us. Reveal yourself through us. Shine through us. The Bible says that God who commanded light to shine out of darkness is shining in our hearts. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Can I invite you to lift up your hands and rise to your feet, please, as we pray to close. Thank you, Father. Thank you. I want you to just speak out. Speak out something to the Lord. Receive a fresh an overflow an overflow receive an overflow there's somebody living inside you he said i will live my life in them you ask for us ask for us